0: What is going on ladies and gentlemen welcome on into tonight's Sixers game recap as we discuss the Sixers lose again to the Boston Celtics heated rival this is now. this is two days after we lose to the New York Knicks at the garden on Sunday night no and that was a game where you blow the lead right and it was a terrible demonstration with terrible effort defense was putrid and they couldn't get the offense going for the second half of that game. So you're going into this game and you really want to know how this team would respond after that game law or that loss in New York. This is a rivalry game. This is the second time you face up against Boston this season and you're expecting for a better performance. And it wasn't the case. And what makes this loss worse, a 106-99 loss, what makes this loss worse? There was no Al Horford. There was no Robert Williams. There was no, um, who am I blanking on? Jalen Brown. Was down at, at halftime. I'm missing someone. Grant Wood? No, no, sorry. So it was, it was um, Grant Williams. It was Al Horford, and I'm completely blanking on the third guy. But then Jalen Brown goes down at halftime. I know I'll remember once once we go through once we go through this recap. But Jalen Brown goes down at halftime. So Boston's missing four key players, and so you're thinking that they should easily win this game. But what you What happened? was number one, Boston came ready to play. And the Sixers just looked discombobulated, especially in the latter part of this game. I definitely feel like confidence is a little bit shaken up with the Sixers team because now offense is, is a problem. The problem defensively here tonight was the fact that the Boston Celtics shot the lights out. They look like the Golden State Warriors. Now, Lina put out that, that stat that is very helpful. Uh, the, the Boston Celtics are the second team that shoot the most threes in a, in a game. And on average, the Golden State Warriors are number one. So obviously the Boston Celtics are going to put up their shots. But if you were going to sit here and tell me that Blake Griffin was was getting like Steph Curry out there, I would have called you a liar. Straight up. And he had, what, five threes here tonight. Grant Williams had four threes made tonight. Um, Jason? Not 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 the best of nights, but he still put up 12 points here, um, and he provided uh one three as well. Uh, Derek uh Derek White had three threes here tonight. Guy Hauser had four threes here tonight. So those Boston Celtics shot, shot 19 of 35 from the three point line. That is a little bit better than 50 percent. They shot 54.3 percent from the three point line, 52 percent from the field. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a big part of why you lost tonight's game. Now, Joel Embiid um, wasn't his. You know, it was twenty points, and it was it was still solid. But in the most important moments, you he wasn't one that the dominated. It does he did one of those things where you we, we've seen it before when the game is on the line and Joel Embiid feels like he needs to put the team or the weight of the team on his shoulders. He does a little bit too much instead of. Finding those mismatches. One thing that really you all love a lot of Joel, we all know that Joel Embiid loves getting the ball at the elbow or at the top of the key. Always loves getting the ball there. Boston, right off the jump, as soon as Joel Embiid got the ball there, he had two, triple uh double double triple teams right on him. And that would leave baseline players, the wing players wide open to kind of roam into the net or roam into the back. And it, the Sixers were able to exploit that at times, but not as much as you would want it to be. It was there for a lot of... They were double-teaming him and triple-teaming him as much as they possibly could. And I know we, in these type of situations, we love to throw the fire, Doc. It's getting harder and harder for me to kind of tell you guys not to say that. Because when I watch this team play, it is this night-to-night basis. Now, yes, this is one of 82. But this is now back-to-back losses where offense looks like it's lost his confidence. Where was Tyrese Maxey in his shooting tonight? He seems to be shaken up a little bit. And listen, he is getting exploited right now. That's what happens to young players. People will always find out how to stop these players. Defensively, we already know he's a liability. Now his offense is shaken up with this game. A little bit in the last game as well. And there's games where, listen, Tyrese Maxey, when he's cold, he's kind of nowhere to be found. Is it time to panic? No. It is absolutely not time to panic. Do the six need to do something? Jolt, add a little jolt of energy to this team? 110%. trade deadline is this week, and obviously there's moves being made. In the midst of this game, we had a blockbuster trade with the Lakers, the Jazz, and the Timberwolves. D. Ross going back to L.A. Russell Westbrook on the move again. And then two players that I would have loved to have in, um. in Vanderbilt and oh, who's the other guy? Uh Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley are going to LA. So now the Lakers just got better because they had D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. They get a shooter, two solid wing players to go alongside uh AD and LeBron James. Uh I mean, let's not even wonder what the Jazz are doing. Yo, you got Jordan. Is Jordan Clarkson available? I'd like to take a little bit of waiver on Mr. Clarkson there, Utah. What's up with that? Um <laughs> uh, obviously Minnesota, they're experimenting still with their twin towers over there. Um, uh, but listen, it's a move definitely needs to be made here for the Sixers. Again, the backup center position was exploited here today. Montrez Harrell it kind of is what it is at this point. Um, but I mean when the team's shooting the lights out like that, you gotta you gotta produce offensively. I mean, there have been times where the perimeter defense has been tested for the Sixers and it's been exploited. Defense is obviously a problem for this basketball team. And it is, it's, it's just so unfortunate. It's just, it's getting old. It's getting a little bit too old. Uh, but I want to formally welcome everybody to tonight's Sixers game recap again. I'm your boy, El Barcelona, the United of all things sports and culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. I want to welcome Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Of course, we got ESM Media in the building as well. What's happening, everybody? We got TikTok in the building. TikTok keeps smashing that screen away. Let's get some more Sixers fans in the building. Reminder: We are sponsored here tonight by Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Rain Watches. High quality watches at bargain price, and right now, when we'll you use my promo code at the checkout page, Barcelo Philly, you will receive ten percent off of your purchase of a terrain watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys head on over to Lotzrain. Make sure you guys use the promo code Barcelo Philly. What's up right now? How you feeling? We got our our boy Scotty in the building. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys check out Scotty, our, 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 another one of our creators here over at DSM Media, doing a great job. Very bad loss, man. I was starting to buy, buy in now. I have to take a step back. They have to do some soul searching. Um, I listen, it's it's a tough spot because we are getting deep into the season. I mean, we're at the trade deadline. And so this is pretty much it. For the Sixers, they can add some pieces. And I think at the deadline, I think they will add some pieces, but it won't be a significant piece. It'll be someone that may come off the bench. It may be that backup center. It may be someone who can help out on the wings, but it won't be anything of like substantial. It's not like James Hart type of player coming in this time around. And for Doc Rivers, he doesn't need, does need to dig deeper. Players do play. And at some point, the players need to buck up, lack of better terms. But if you're the coach and you're seeing some of the similar things on a night-to-night basis, why is adjustments not being made? That's my gripe with Doc. I'm not the biggest Doc fan either. But I also don't think that saying fire Doc after every bad situation is the answer either. But on a night like tonight, right, where it's a it was a three-point game with three minutes left to go, and and, and doesn't after that after the split three free throws with 3 minutes left to make it a 98 to 95 game. By the way, James should have knocked that. And the free throws also, let me double you I feel like the free throws tonight I don't know man, They are a little off. Uh 75% from the free throw line tonight. Not what you like to see, right? But what I, but at that point if James would have made that would have been a two. It would have been a two point game. But regardless, they, they allow the Boston Celtics to get an extra possession off an offensive rebound. What happens? Wait, uh, Alleyou to to um what's it the Bulls name? Hauser, and then there you go. It's a it's a one hundred and ninety five game, and Boston was able to pull away from that. Terrible, terrible, terrible play call. If there was play calls, play construction in the in the stretch of this of this basketball game. You got Joel and B playing Superman again. It's just frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. Lakers got uh got a swap out of that deal. They didn't look like they wanted it. But that's what worries me. I mean, <clears throat> what worries me is the fact that they played down to a team without some of their best players. And that's the bit of bit of the concern. Blake Griffin, like Griffin has never been a shooter. Like come on. When he came into this league, Blake Griffin was the highlight reel, dunking over Paul Gasol. That was Blake dunking over the Kia, the Kia, whatever that car was. That was Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was not a guy who was going to put up five threes. He set the tone with his three straight threes. <clears throat> he was the he gave the first nine points for the South or for the Celtics tonight, and then. Once everyone else started getting into rhythm, the Sixers could not keep up. Well, they could, but you know what I mean. They they really had a tough time of gaining control of this game. After that first quarter, really was tough for the Sixers to gain control of this game. And a lot of that to do is the Celtics controlled the game with their shooting. When you're shooting over 50% from the field and from a three-point line, for Christ's sakes, you got you have to be efficient as well. Imagine if. If the Celtics were to shoot forty-four percent and forty-two percent from the from the three and from the from the uh, from the field as well, probably would have been a different game. Honestly, a lot of that has to do with defense. Like, forget the four-five missing for Boston, but the one seed is right there on the table.
1: And that's a good point.
0: I mean, I'm not really concerned about the number one seed, but what I am concerned about is we are in the second half of the season. You're going up against a rival, a team is contending for the Eastern Conference as well. And we just put up a dud. There was no energy. There was no effort. What pisses me off most about the defense is where is the communication? Like, I don't see any proper dialogue. The one There was one corner three where Derek White kind of switches off with Blake Griffin. And then you have James Harden on Derek, Trish Harrell on, on, on Blake Griffin. Griffin and Derek White pull the spot. Pull the switch, and then there's just no communication. So now Derek White sneaks out in the corner where while Blake Griffin's setting up the pick, and Derek White has an easy shot. Montrezl Harrell's just like, oh, I'm gonna block, I think. No, I'm not. Three down. Boop. That to me, that's communication. There was there's a lack of communication defensively. And there's a couple threes like that. Where is if you are communicating from the perimeter, then you know, there was someone that tweeted out that they were they were upset the fact that Tobias was so concerned on defense that it was affecting his offensive game. Well, I'm sorry, but if you've been watching the Sixers the past couple of games, defense has been the problem. So yeah, that's probably the emphasis in the locker room to make some stops. Tobias Harris has to play better offensively. Yes. But th- that doesn't mean that him making more of a focus on defense should affect his offensive game. You got to play both ways, baby. It's 2023. There's a difference. Let me read some of these TikTok comments, but you guys keep it coming, guys. I appreciate these comments, though. Um, Christian, just for no, 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 no. That's not how it works here in Philadelphia. We are obviously eyes on Sunday, but you got Tonight with the Sixers. Tomorrow with the Flyers. Uh, to, uh Friday with the Sixers. I'm sorry, Saturday with the, I'm gonna actually be at the Sixers game on Saturday. So listen, Philly Sports never sleeps. Just because we have one team. When the Phillies and the Union were in the championship at the same time, did we stop watching the Eagles? Fuck no. We we keep it going. We don't stop and we don't make excuses either. <laughs> this disgrace like every. Team has no heart or pride. It's just one game, guys. That's the thing. It it, it is one game. We can be upset at the moment here, but to say that this game here in February is going to have implications of what's going to happen in April, it just doesn't. That is not the case. Here's my thing. Because you see it all the time in sports. Like The perfect example, and I know I'm cross-sporting here, but the 2006 Indianapolis Colts had into the playoffs with one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL that season. What do they do? They shut down the Chiefs with Larry Johnson. Um, who else do they shut down? They shut down the Steelers. No, Steelers didn't make the playoffs out here. They shut down the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, and they shut down every single team to under 100 yards, and then they go into, up against the Chicago Bears with Thomas Jones Pence, and the to shut them down and win the damn Super Bowl. My point is you can change it around. Defense to me is effort. To me, the biggest weakness for the Sixers team is defense. Offense, obviously, taking a slump in these last two games. But you know James Harden, Joel Embiid, anything is possible. And look, the bench hasn't had two... These past few games been good performances by the bench. That obviously does lead with Tyrese Maxey. And that's why you keep Tyrese Maxey on that bench. Keep gotta get that, gotta get that unit going. You gotta get that unit going. Uh, cr- Kristen, that's that. I'm sorry, Kristen. That that's some fake fan stuff. So you want to ignore the Sixers because of a bad law? Nah, that's not how Philadelphia works. That's not the Philadelphia that I grew up in. No, not gonna happen. Uh, Marcus Smart, Ted. I appreciate you. That was it. I was blanking on that other play. And I see. I knew we would figure out that play. Mark, no Marcus Smart, no Al Horford, no Robert Williams. Jalen Brown goes down by halftime. That's, that's four crucial players. Now, I I genuinely believe that when Boston comes to Philadelphia, it'll be a different story. I genuinely believe. Both games in Boston. It's crazy. The first game was the first game of the year. That's wild. We haven't played them in a while. Um, that's, that's not true either. And beat has shown up. Some of the good teams. He has shown up against Boston as well. I mean, do you remember that 2020 bubble sweep? The only player stepped up. The only player that contributed for the Sixers in that playoff sweep was Joel Embiid. And jo- Joel Embiid literally playing with a with a broken face, dislocated thumb, gave it everything he could to try to keep last year. How can you sit here and say he's Ted? I understand you're upset, but to sit here and say that Joel Embiid is soft. Is a terrible take, absolutely terrible. <laughs> that's it that does typically panic when these type of situations do happen. Uh, Philly Sports, what's going on? We need uh, a rocket coach, dude. That's gonna take, uh, gonna make a factor on our players and have swag. Um, the NBA, like I always say, is the one sport. Where players really do control the narrative. You have good coaches that are able to bring mediocre up, but this is a basketball team. Really, players—they should not need a coach to to bring them up. This isn't the Hoosiers. This is the professional. This is the National Basketball Association. If you need a coach to get you up, to get you motivated, come on. Where I kill Doc is in the fourth quarter execution the, and the dying moments of the game, whereas a three, it is a single digit game. Make a stop, get a couple buckets. You don't, you know, you don't know what happens, but in those dying moments, these te- this team can't buy a bucket to save their life. More will do something. T Pat wants to throw in some LeBron. Listen, we'll throw some love to LeBron. Congratulations, LeBron. Listen, he's one of the best of all time. We will not take that away from LeBron James. That doesn't mean we have to like. Him, all right. That does not mean we have to like. him. Congratulations, to LeBron. Uh, I would love Julius Randle's four years. No, nah, I'm good on that. I'm, I'm good on Julius Randle. I love Tobias. I, I love I think Toby is perfect at the four. And I and I hear the rumor of Nurlands, uh, Marvin Bagley, um, and Bog Bogdanovich coming here to Philly. Uh, what was it? Uh Montrez and Toby thrown in a deal. Um I'm good. I'm good on that. I I I am fine with Toby at the 4. I'm I'm genuinely honestly fine with Toby at the 4. Uh you talk about athleticism and defensively, listen, Toby's defense this year has been a little bit inconsistent, but overall I'm a, I, I I love Toby at the 4 position. Uh, Mike uh, Boyer saying Cavs Eastern Conference final appearance. Lock it in. All right. Well, hey, I I hope nothing but the best for you and your Cavs, man. They definitely have a shot. Eastern Conference, definitely a gauntlet. That's for sure. Uh, But now we can eliminate the Brooklyn Nets, right? What did the Brooklyn Nets play tonight? The Brooklyn Nets have not. But I did see um, Dallas and Kyrie Irving's uh, debut as a member of the Mavs is tonight. Currently, uh, it's on ESPN. The They're in the second quarter, fifty-one thirty-five. Here, uh, Dallas is up on the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. I'm just curious what your boy Kyrie's been putting up. Thirteen points so far for Kyrie Irving in fifteen minutes. So he's not wasting any time. I'm sure he's he's feeling a little motivated. I don't listen. I don't know what happened down in uh in or up in in uh, in Brooklyn, but obviously it did not end well. And so. He's a little ticked off. He's a little pissed. There is a Luka Doncic. Did I not hear? I did not hear about any injury to Luka, but the Kyle Irving Irving uh, era has begun in Dallas, and it does make it interesting. What's going to happen at deadline time, right? Like, now back-to-back losses where, I mean, your glaring need really has become the backup center position where two teams were able to exploit it. But, you know, obviously, you know, 54% from a three-point line is not entirely on the center position, but... Um, I mean, defense is just a problem in straight up. You go out in the offseason, you go bring in P.J. Tucker. Now, granted, you did bring in P.J. Tucker for the playoffs, not for February game against Boston Celtics. Um, so, and Matisse Thybulle is just up and down. Matisse Thibault's three-point shot has not improved at all. I watched this guy shoot a three, and when you shoot a three, you need to lock that elbow. And he's not locking that elbow. He's just relying on wrists wrist way too much, way too much. And it's ironically as it is, there is a market for Matisse thibel There are teams that are interested in Matisse thibel. Uh Matisse tonight. What do we have here? He only had that one three that he shot at the top, near the top of the key. Uh, it was a minus four the bench again. Just oh my god, Niang minus six with eight points. He'd have three threes. Uh, was it the second quarter? He would got started getting into a little bit of a rhythm. Um, Montres Harrell minus four with two points. Tyrese Maxey, minus 10 with six points. Not a not a good night from uh, Ty, your boy, Tyrese. Uh, three, like I mentioned, three points for uh, Matisse Stiebel, a minus four and two points for Shake Milton at a minus six. No minutes for Paul Reed. Doc wasn't even going to try that bad boy, but Montrez put in nine minutes in this game. P.J. Tucker, 25. Saw a little P.J. Tucker playing backup center. The P.J. Tucker playing backup center, it has to be more That's just a problem. Either you have players that are not big enough or not athletic enough to play the position. That's been a problem with the backup center here in Philadelphia. Uh, James Harden, uh, probably the best player of the night, 26 points, 11 assists. Um, you know, he definitely tried at the end. Those missed free throws were definitely big. That one missed free throw, I should say, was definitely big, like we mentioned, but he was 7-8 from the free throw line. And he could have used Gonna be some help from from other guys, that is for sure. D'Anthony Melton solid with twelve points. You know, so, I mean it's it's solid performances, but again, the shooting just really was a difference maker here tonight, uh, for the Boston Celtics. Um Kyle Poor what's up, Kyle Potter? How you feeling, brother? There is no play in this team and the city doesn't care as long as we're re- reeling with the Phillies. Either for- power move. Listen, man, I ride or die from every single one of these Phillies teams. So I'm not turning my head away. Uh, Sixers you need a move, not a power move. A power move is James Harden. That happened. You need a move. You need to find a backup center. You need to find someone who's going to help the Sixers defense. And obviously, it can't be too expensive because you're not going to give up a lot. But um, I have been – I do think that something will happen. Uh, but this defense needs to turn it around. Uh, obviously, moves are still being made. Um. Right, and I did hear that the Sixers were actually in on Jared Vanderbilt, which kind of sucks because it's you know it's it's done now. He's heading to LA, um, but we'll see what happens. We'll see if the, a lot of neural thoughts happened. It's funny as it is, Jahlil Okafor is in Delaware, but also gotta stop blowing these And That's after that is a lot after competition. When you have a whole. Yeah, uh well, well. blowing the heat as much as he does. I mean you gotta look in the mirror, you know, you gotta start looking in the mirror. You gotta hold um, yourself accountable. That's why I love Jim, Curtin, and, and Nick Seriani, because those guys will admit when they're wrong. They know when they're wrong, they they call themselves out. Um, that's important. That's something that going to hear Um next up we got a rematch. And if this starts a um back to so back against New York, Friday night, you got the Knicks, and then they go up to Brooklyn, where I will be. Um, and then we will play the Nets. Um, and then so we'll see what happens at that. But Friday night in Philly against the Knicks. We'll see how this how the are able to bounce back. Hopefully they can get a little bit of a payback to get the New York Knicks as well. blaze ladies tonight's Sixers game recap, again the Sixers fall to the Boston Celtics, 106 to 99. We're off. We're off against the Knicks. Thanks so much for watching, guys. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. Of course, we are available wherever you stream podcasts: Apple, Google, Spotify. Find us under Philly Sports. We are sponsored by Lottery Watch, dear ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you guys check out our friends over at Lot Terrain. Make sure you guys use the promo code Philly to the checkout page for 10% off. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly. I'm telling you guys, let's go six.